G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. Exploring faith and the future. Neil Johnson and Bible teacher, Dr. Camille Majdali. We are talking on an intensely interesting topic, especially for Australians. Given of recent history, we've seen a number of Australians face the firing squad or execution because of the issue of capital punishment. Camille, today let's talk about the attitudes that Australians have towards capital punishment. You would think, Neil, that the attitude to capital punishment in Australia would be they'd be universally against it because we haven't had capital punishment since 1967, Ronald Ryan at Pentridge. But at the same time, Australians have been executed overseas, either by hanging or by firing squad. But whatever the means, normally if an Aussie is executed, there is a strong reaction by by whom? The general community, I would say. But at the same time, there was that execution in 2015 of Andrew Chan and Myron Sukumaran. And this one caused an especially strong response. And I have to say it probably has to do with the fact that these two guys were not given a fair go in, the, in that what they were on death row for nine years. They're in prison for nine years. How long do you have to be in prison for drugs? And then at the end of it all, they're still executed. The fair go mindset certainly did not apply to these guys, especially when they had thoroughly rehabilitated themselves or with the help of others. I think it just wasn't seemed to be fair. Others had sentences reduced. They did not. Pleas for clemency were ignored. That's, I'm sure, resonated with a lot of people. It wasn't fair. As the prime minister at the time said, it was both cruel and unnecessary to execute these men. There is a sense, isn't there, that our attitude towards capital punishment can be a little changeable depending on who is being killed. And if I were reflecting back to the Bali bombers, it did appear to me that Australians were very happy to see the execution of those who were the instigators of the Bali bombings where many Australians lost their lives as a result because they were victims. We have to be careful on that because we're a country that doesn't have a death penalty and that is our policy. So from a political point of view, we can't be condemning capital punishment when it's Australians in the dock but it's perfectly all right to execute terrorists who blow up Aussies. We have to be really consistent on that. And there was criticism at the time when that actually occurred. What I want to point out is in the 2015 execution of Chan and Sukumaran, it really was a very special case. And I think to many, because these two guys, for one, expressed remorse, genuine remorse for what they had done. I'm pretty sure the Bali bombers did not. In fact, one of them was dancing when he heard he was given the death penalty. 
That's a big thing. The second is they did what we understand in Christian terms as showed the fruit of repentance. It's easy to say sorry, but to tell where the heart of a person is, they need to show they have a changed life. And it's clear that both these guys, Chan and Sukumaran, had changed. Not only had they got their lives together, they did further study, one in arts, the other in theology and ministry. They were also doing good works. Now, good works, we know, Neil, doesn't save us, but it's actually a sign we've been saved. We are saved for good works. We are created in Christ Jesus for good works, Ephesians 2.10. These guys showed it, and all that was being asked is at least some leniency, not asking to get out of punishment, perhaps reduce it from death to life or even from death to, you know, 30 years, that that recognition that these guys had changed would have gone over very well. But that was not forthcoming. Faith and the Future with Neil Johnson and Dr. Camille Majdali from Teach All Nations. For more from Dr. Majdali, including books and DVDs on prophecy, Bible commentaries, plus today's and other episodes of Faith and the Future, go to vision.org.au. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.